0: Or two, an
1: elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the, the Vanguard, Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes. You can listen to
2: the M Team from the Channel.
3: The crew of Discovery One consists of five men and one of the latest generation of the HAL
1: 9000 computers.
2: So you always sound like you're going to introduce <laughs> shock
3: theater or something like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it? Welcome shocking. to
4: Channel
0: Massive, nice. <laughs> Behind the very, very dark door. There lies a sinister They secret. have
2: to get excited somehow. Yeah. Well,
0: and that yeah. does it for them, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think the
4: first thing the listeners are going to want to know is the status of the pink cookies. No, has not tried them yet. <laughs> He won't, he said he wasn't going to eat one tonight.
0: I, we told him that he mm-hmm. had to do it for science. It's contractually, I, I agree. Uh, I'm not eating those cookies. Do it or you're fired. I think there's some green. <laughs> okay. I think there's some green stuff coming on there. <laughs> we got to pay these folks more so we can hang that thread above them with I more know. force. It's it's sad this whole free thing.
2: I brought back up cookies. Difficult
4: to motivate. Yeah, you did. Those look good. Those look scrumptious. Yeah. They're melty. You can't eat pink.
0: them until you eat the pink.
2: I've already had like two or three of them. Damn it. Oh.
0: Damn it. <laughs> probably think of this <laughs> massive cookie monster ball that rolls down the street. <laughs> I'm going to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm podcast Noah. until <laughs> Noah gets some cookies. <laughs> Oddly, Noah is the thinnest, thinnest of us all. He has a metabolism <laughs> faster than <laughs> lightning.
2: Not to suggest that I process food digestively faster than lightning. That'd be really oh, bad. A lot
0: of
4: trips to the bathroom for this <laughs> one. <function. Yep>. Mm,
2: <laughs> the flash. Oh,
4: she's gone now. Uh, oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> you can only you can tell when, the, when he
0: knows he doesn't the, sit in the chair, he sits on a bucket during it's, the flash. <laughs> <true. laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's so fast that careful to mute the button whenever oh, mute the button whenever there's everybody a, prepare a passing. <laughs> <laughs> <No. Yeah.
1: laughs> there she blows. Ooh. <laughs>
4: So, uh, what does episode thirty-four hold in store for our dear listeners? We have a
2: special mention to a special sci-fi author.
4: Oh, yes, my beloved Arthur C. Clarke has passed away. My most beloved science fiction writer ever, inventor of the communication satellite or stationary platform
1: for geosynchronous orbit. Yeah, I came up with the idea for geosynchronous orbit, which is really.
0: Pretty amazing. He when was you think the man. It. It really radar. Was. I think Life radar. radar. He had a lot to do with the it's development true. of the radar and, and. What does radar stand for? I have no idea. I'm not
4: prepared for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but he and uh, Stanley Kubrick put together 2001, as we all know.
0: And we do did, all know that one of the coolest science fiction movies of all time. Great story. One of the most realistic. You ever go to those sites that like tell you like the, the bad physics oh, yeah. of movies? Uh-huh. Uh, Two thousand one almost gets a perfect score. I think there's a couple things they missed, but
4: yeah, and like, his books are all like that. Gravity ride, and yeah.
0: you know, just the the interaction of the spaceships. And in that's space. why they had and no no sound in yeah, space. Yeah, no yes. sound in space.
1: That's why they had all the music going on. Yep. Because they had to have something. It couldn't just be couldn't complete the just the noise of total
4: vacuum. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool. Cool. So We're in mourning. At least I'm in mourning. We're all wearing black. Yeah. Yeah. It matches our hearts. Yes. Dark. And our souls.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and our coffee. And
4: what else are we going to inflict upon them?
2: We have what we've been playing? A very healthy meal bag. I'd call tonight.
1: it I'd call it like a full sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. <laughs>
2: Perhaps overstuffed. Satchel.
4: <laughs> Satchel. A <laughs> bag.
2: And some great news from around the world.
3: the 9000 series is the most reliable computer ever made no 9000 computer has ever made a mistake or distorted information we are all by any practical definition of the words
2: foolproof and incapable of error so for tonight's special, what we've been playing, Jim and I are going to go first because <laughs> we probably don't have anything quite as special to talk about as Jason and Martial, who had special. a mental arm wrestling just now to determine whose segment had to go last. I snapped
4: my uh, arm, mental arm. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we must know in, w- in what game title does the prepos- the prepositional phrase of fall in.
1: Oh yes, because I did. I did give that hint. Right? <laughs> I said that I was playing a game that had the had the preposition of yep. in it, which,
5: which should have totally
1: narrowed it down any for uh, world, for any, for any, any, yeah. any <laughs> <Yeah>. EverQuest expansion.
0: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's start off with Jim. Jim, what have you been playing? So Saturday, I went to a party and played quarters. <laughs> quarters? And Are you still wasted. Good? You're not good anymore. <laughs> no. It was fun. Oh, That's cool. And then, uh, due to our conversation that we had last week, and the games that we wish we'd finished, never did, You played. I some got coaching? on the Xbox and, and, and played a little KOTOR, and uh, I didn't finish, but uh, I'm on the last planet, or, uh, I guess it's not a planet, it's the spaceship where the bald guy lives, and...
4: How's HK-47 treating you? He's badass. Is he your
0: NPC? You pick him all the time? I have to because I killed most of my crew, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. so I've got you know just the, the the three other bad people, and so I picked the, uh, so the you, Jedi side so or the HK. dark side. Yeah, I'm very dark.
1: Um, so you got like when you when you look at your character
0: portrait, I'm it has pegged, like the lightning pegged. and all the stuff, and like you know because the, there's a needle on the left hand side and right. it points to the light or the dark. Right. It is pegged. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. So yeah, I'm an evil killer of my crew. They begged for their lives, but nah, I wouldn't have it. I never liked my crew. I, I killed the little girl and the Wookiee and like everything, man. Wookiee <laughs> oh. killer. <laughs> <laughs> Wookiee. <laughs> but you know what you've been playing.
2: I finished my film noir mystery adventure game, Hotel Dusk. They never turned into real people. No, you didn't smash your
1: smash yourself against (laughs) the corners of the of the screen to make yourself real. That didn't work.
2: No, they were mean. That sucks. Slightly watercolor tinted pencil sketches. It was it was a great story. And then I played WoW with Mark a little bit on Monday. We had some special guests playing with us. Most notable in our audience, Kinker. Yes. Nice. Yeah, I
1: saw the posts on the website. It yeah. Looks like Kanker is is back he's from being ill, and he's playing with full force. The I guess I you, look, you've started. Leveled. You've started the Channel Massive Guild. Yes, we have. Yes, well, I saw. So that. not not to yep. pimp the guild too much, but it's uh, Mark probably could tell us about that a little bit more.
4: Yeah. So that's all I was going to talk about. Is I've been playing lots of WoW and got the guild going and um, got. An, well, what's the name uh, of the guild? Channel Massive. <laughs> <laughs> Easy to find on the Arthas server. Out original. Or side. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: kind of a misnomer, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> um, How many people are in it? Right Two. now, it's, it's probably like 20-some, I think. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, it's oh. filling up pretty there rapidly. That is massive. My and, bad.
4: And what what happened is um, I got my friend Donovan to uh, to help out Cause he we had talked about for the Monday night noob thing that we no talked and about I have been this doing. in
0: previous episode. He's right. just the best right hand man there yep. is, right? Right. So never was, a guild leader so first, right? Never the leader. <laughs> no, because he's always working
1: behind the scenes. <laughs> right. <That's> right. <laughs> so, he's, so he's insidious. He is. And so
4: he um, first I had to convince he's a, he's him your to Karl play. Rove. He, is. he is. He is. But he's but he's actually able to do stuff too. He's not like. It's kind of like a cross between the I don't Carl think he's as totally
1: evil as Carl. Robe no, he's either. not evil either. I mean, <laughs> he's close, but he's not.
4: Not Carl Rove evil. But first I had to convince him to play WoW again. Because he's like, oh, I'm never going back. I'm not going to do that. Well, he wasn't quite that adamant. Was he's he was like, please burnout? don't make me do this. And I was like, you've got to do it. He's like, okay. And so <laughs> that was the arm <laughs> twisting. So he started playing. And what's really cool is he started to enlist players that we've played with from years past. So he's got... People we've played like Ashron's Call two with from that guild that um, Jason and I were in back in the day. Oh wow! He's got people from like um, even other previous games. We've got a bunch of WoW players from a whole bunch of different servers that he's bringing in. <laughs> um, and mostly it's funny because he just got connections them and he says, "Hey, want to play some WoW?" And they're all like. Um just so burned out. He's like, "Oh, come on there." Okay. <laughs> like the funniest part is they're all former Alliance players and like now they're playing the Horde side, so everybody's playing Horde for the first time. And it's really funny because whenever like they a lot of them are doing battlegrounds already. They're freaking out because like they keep wanting to target like their own team and stuff <laughs> used to and we also we've been pr- trying to mostly play blood elves because they're so haughty and and kind of uptight and stuff we think it's kind of funny to be like the all blood elf guild although there are a few other races starting to to show up but of we've, been, we've been doing that and anyway it's just been really really fun I, I had a really long uh chat with kanker like one of our listeners and and, you know, I'd only really put the one thing up on the website so far, so he saw that. But hopefully after this podcast, some more people will come and join us. So
0: At least one of our four listeners.
4: Yeah, so if you're one of our four listeners and you <laughs> have been a former WoW player or never played, and, you know, you're just kind of in that limbo that we're all in, kind of waiting for the next game, you Beat know? Coin, huh? This is a lot of fun. We're, <laughs> we're a really supportive group, and we, uh, we're we just, you know, being pretty casual. I'd, I'd say the Battlegrounds site is the most... You know, intense thing we're doing right now, but we're all just pretty casual chatting, it's real positive. You know, come and look us up, Arthas server, um, Horde side, look for Dono Matrix or <laughs> Vexen with two X's or Zunin Shoot up, I might, yeah.
1: I might have to come in, man. I might have to actually start playing again.
4: I mean, we've got people from way back, so <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> Anyway, that's my that's my whole pimping of I'm the guild. I'm just gonna
0: wait another six months till y'all come back to City of Heroes. Man. I think
2: you should force them, everybody in the guild,
0: to <laughs> keep on waiting, Jim. Keep yeah. on waiting.
2: We should I have said We before. Night. <laughs> would be good. <laughs> and there you can.
4: We should, you know, we should crash that cigarette, and all do the hot tub. It would be good. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole guild in the hot tub it would be cool. So,
1: be funny. Yeah. So, what about you, Jay? What have you been doing? Uh, I've been playing uh, some Super Mario Galaxy, like. Hardcore. Stars you have? Again, that uh, the conversation <laughs> we had about not finishing, you know, yeah. that the topic we had last week. Did we, we all think that's a heart? Did Man, I totally soul? did. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I really need to just come out and do this. You know, I need to I need to finish a game again. So yeah. I, I've, I've targeted... Super Mario Galaxy is being the one game that I'm going to at least try to finish. Are you going to finish finish it, or are you just going to? No, I'm going to like totally complete it. I'm going to get all the stars and everything, man. So I'm I'm up to 36
2: stars now. Nice, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, so I'm
2: hearing you talk about it makes me totally want to play it again.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 having a really good time with it. All the levels are just some levels are just real short and you know really have no challenge to them at all. Some of them are like you know a little frustrating. Yeah, you know, and some of them are like some of them are kind of hard, but they're fun. You know, they they they're so yes. fun. They make you want to. I mean, even if you die a whole bunch of times, you're like, oh dang it! You know, I was so close. But you want to you want to keep on doing it, which is really cool. So, yeah, I really loving that game. Cool. And uh, I don't know. I guess I promise these guys that uh, I would announce which game that I've been playing for all this time. So I, I guess I think I mean, I'll we don't want. I to think that. I'll go into that right now.
3: Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. So, Jason,
0: what have you been playing under your sandaled feet?
1: I've been playing Vanguard Saga of Heroes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what our listeners think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I have I have sacrificed myself Why for you, for you listeners and for the podcast, so you may all know the tragedy I mean, we bag on Vanguard <laughs> like, Saga of Heroes so bad. It's on my like list of things to do for the day. So bad, and Did so I, I decided to take it upon myself yeah. to actually tell everyone how bad this game really, really is. <laughs> and
0: oh, it is bad. <laughs> oh, it
4: didn't, it didn't like turn you around. <laughs> no,
0: no, because everybody no. who plays it says it's really coming around. Know. It's good. It so I come around over, over the last in, uh, four. And, uh, yeah. four
1: four major patches or whatever yeah. it's had so far. Well I am here to tell you that it's utter complete crap. <laughs> and you actually have a decent system, so I do have a decent system, like so it's not like my system's like horrible. A, I mean I could play Genie three bitch. I could play games like Lord of the Rings online with like full blown graphics and oh, it yeah. runs smooth on my system. Well tell us the low lights Well I guess we could start off with the graphics engine. Overall the graphics are crap. <laughs> um, and it's real buggy. Like you'll find yourself. You can actually, like, if sometimes if you turn your character, you can see through the geometry.
4: Uh, and, I like,
1: that. uh, like nice And then point. sometimes you'll you'll find yourself, and it'll almost look like your your tune is floating in thin air. <laughs> You know, and then and then other times it'll look like your character is actually buried inside of the geometry. Now, somehow. Is that because
4: somebody's cast the levitate spell? No, already? no. <laughs> no I, and you
1: know the thing is, the I think there spell. is like a levitate spell, but that's not the problem. No, I can do it without levitating, man. Mm. It's it's pretty uh, <laughs> it's pretty weird. You know, and the thing is, some of the artwork isn't too bad in, in itself. I think if the engine itself was pretty decent, the artwork would kind of shine through. Mm-hmm. But. You know, the the engine itself is so crappy. I mean, you can't even... I can't run it in full settings without it getting all choppy, yeah. which is just stupid, you know? You know
4: we know we all know, like, the story of how bad the development was and how it was real haphazard, and nobody that really worked on it was a real MMO veteran developer. Right. Does it seem like the art stuff is just thrown together? Yep, is it that, does. Like, everything I've ever seen in my experience with the beta led me to
1: believe it was... Like, yeah, it does. It looks totally in the the yeah. way the areas, the zones are designed uh-huh. are they're all over the place. Wow! And, and they're really poorly designed. I mean, it, like the zones are so. Have you done like a dungeon or anything in it? Um, I have done one dungeon. You know, it, it was okay. I did it with a you know with a small group, and mm-hmm. it was just like, eh. Yeah, uh, there's three like... people playing it. Were <laughs> yeah, like well, yeah, you know, that's part of the problem too. Is that there's hardly any economy at least on the server that I was on. I mean, I was like harvesting stuff and I actually I had a couple of like drops that were, you know, I thought were kind of impressive, you know, even though they were like kind of low level. Mm-hmm. So I put them up on the auction house and there wasn't, you know, and I checked to make sure that there wasn't the same type of thing, you know, and you know, so I can under, get you know, undercut or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I set up I st- I thought I set a fairly decent price for everything. I didn't go totally over the top with them and even stuff that had duplicates of yeah you know i set it a decent price i had like and you know i had like 15 total things that you could throw up on the auction house at any given time i think that's like the limit i think maybe it increases as you gain levels maybe but nothing sold I, well okay I'm sorry one thing sold you did have a sale so not only I mean <laughs> yes. there's just no economy I mean there's like I threw like all these resources. I decided well I'm not going to really get into crafting all that much I mean crafting I didn't really have time for it I just wanted to get it's into to the, the e2 crafting the game. that
4: would be tough to, to
1: do well, yeah. and, and and I I did see the crafting a little bit in this game and it's not as you know, boring as some of the other games are, it does require you to do some extra steps and stuff yeah. like that. But it's still pretty basic. It doesn't actually require you to be at your, you know, keyboard the entire time. That's cool to to craft, like unlike EverQuest Two does. Yeah, but it's a little bit more complex. Not much. I'm not going to get into the whole crafting thing much because it just really didn't interest me whatsoever. And well, of course, the rest of the game kind of just sucked total balls. So yeah. Um yeah like things like the spells like like you shoot spells and those dispel effects are god they're like weak. There, there's nothing there that makes you say god, you know, like ca- I'm casting this badass looking spell, you know, and it's like it looks so cool. You know, like even like a basic fireball spell, you know, or something like that or if you cast something that <laughs> that, that envelops your weapons and flames or ice or whatever you may as well not even see that happen. You know, Excellent. it may as well not even exist. Very subtle. Um tons of bugs still left. I mean there's bugs like you know, if you go buy a skill from a skill trainer, there's like double skills there. Like like it lists the same skill like three or four times. Oh wow. You know? So if you don't if you're not paying attention and you don't know any better you might accidentally buy the same skill more than once, probably. I don't even know if it really lets you do that, but it's listed like that. It's so weird. And then, uh,
2: and this is early level content stuff that. They yeah, this is like
1: this is stuff that you know if you're getting a first impression of, of a game and you start seeing stuff like this, I mean it's not a good first impression. And this is like four. This is like over a year later. You know and the game still has stupid little bugs like that, but their their point is, well, we want to get the big bugs hammered out, you know, and then we'll take care like of the, all the little bugs the first. The well, I hate to break bug. it to you, but some of those little bugs are like. Uh, Are pretty glaring when it comes to first impressions yeah um see it's got no polish like yeah really yeah the pol. there is no polish there there is no polish there's some areas where it's a lump of
4: coal in there yeah like
1: (laughs) i got some beginning quests you know so i'm like you know maybe level four or five and i got quests you know i got this quest to kill x amount of mobs out there killing mobs and the and in one area the mobs have like a res. you know like a Respawn timer of two seconds. Oh jeez! So you're standing there, you kill something, you you turn around, and there's the mob again, ready to kill you. <laughs> you sounds know? like
2: sort of the new world. It doesn't give him any time to take his clothes off. Well, no. no, seriously, how it's like yeah, like how, yeah,
1: how, yeah. How are you gonna have a hot tub <laughs> party in Vanguard? You know, if if you can't, you know, take your clothes off at least for a second. <laughs> it takes forever. Well, that's crap. And then, and then some, and then some, some mobs take forever to respawn. Well, was there anything good?
4: About it. <laughs> um, actually,
1: there's one point part of the game that that's kind of unique that I don't think any other game game has out there. It's uh, the diplomacy side of it.
4: Oh yeah, it's, it's kind of like game? a card game. Yeah,
1: and you go through and you get like you get more cards, of course, as you advance in level, and, and you get more cards for doing quests and stuff like that. But the cool thing about diplomacy is is that if you if you do diplomacy with some of the NPCs, like, say you hit crafting NPCs up and you want to do... You know, you you start doing diplomacy with them and then more people keep doing it t- to similar NPCs then the whole... Ser- you know, I think the whole server benefits from, like, a worldwide buff hmm. that will occur if, if more... If, you know, if, if more and more people, you know, start doing the same diplomacy with, like, crafters or So there or was, whatnot.
4: like, one thing that came out of it that...
1: Yeah, actually, I think getting? that's a really good idea. I kind of wish more... Mmos mm-hmm. did something similar you can can you get like buy more cards and stuff? no too? I don't think oh. you could buy cards I think you just get them via quests and, oh, and so leveling you do expand up your too. library though. yeah you, you eventually expand mm-hmm. your library and, and how many cards you can use in your deck yeah. at any given time um, yeah but you know like I said the zones are horribly designed for instance I I, I of course decided to play this night not a night elf a elf. A, uh, a wood elf Oh. Ranger, and so I was traipsing through, and the city is just horribly designed. I mean, it's like you have to run so far just to get to an NPC in different area. I mean, I used to think like Darnassus in uh, that is in World of Warcraft was kind of bad. City, yeah. I mean, as far as you know, capital cities mm-hmm. go for for races. This is it's like nothing in comparison to what they've done with, with this main area for the Wood Elves. It's it's horrible. Oh, it just takes you all over the place. Honestly, I you know, I can understand I mean I can understand why there might be some small appeal to it, but my question is why are people still playing this with game? With all the other
5: stuff
4: that's out with there. With everything
1: else that is out yeah. there, there's so much better stuff out there. Tablaras is ten times better than what what's going on with this game. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, I don't, I don't even know how many people are playing Tabla Rasa at this point in time. I think they actually probably have more subscribers than, than Vanguard. I would hope. Oh, I'm sure they do. I would hope. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, anyway, my my overall impression of this game is is that it's going to die. Well, maybe you should join it, our... And it should die a horrible death once, once Age of Conan comes out and uh, Warhammer Online comes out. You know, it's. I, I don't see it long for this world at all. Maybe you should join our interim guild thing. You know, a- after after I spent I spent three weeks playing. Yeah, well, and I really, yeah, I did. I mean, I I wanted to try to come out with like you know, and I tried different classes, hoping that maybe a different class would appeal to me, or maybe like a zone would be like. Yeah. You know, kind of cool or whatnot, and I just I did not really enjoy. It's pretty good. I mean, you spent three weeks trying. Yeah, I did. I really, I really tried, and you found something. Really tried. Diplomacy. Hey, I really like that idea. And actually, it seems like they spent a lot of time (laughs) working on that system.
4: Did that? Is that where like?
1: And, 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 have, <laughs> and a lot of lore goes through that whole system too. Yeah. You know, you get a lot of the story, and and each NPC has their own kind of deal going on. And it, it just God, it, but if they would have applied, I think, all of their efforts into doing other things in the game as well, and yeah. making those aspects of the game more polished, it would be it'd be a lot better. But th- this game, I just I don't understand why people are playing it. I uh, I hear an argument a lot that EverQuest Two, if you like EverQuest Two, then you'll like Bullshit. Vanguard. That's a bunch of crap. Yeah, they are night and day different. They are night and day different. Yeah. There is nothing, no, nothing really the same about either game. Anyway, yep. I, I I know I I think I pulled I pulled the wool over most people's eyes. Everybody m- may have thought that I was playing Age of Conan or Warhammer Online or I something it was like Hello that. Yeah, a lot of people did. They voted on the website and <laughs> thought it was Hello Kitty. What was it? Age of Age of Sanria or Sarnia. Sanrio. S- Sanrio. Hello Kitty Total Domination. Hello Kitty Total Domination. No, I, I haven't been playing that.
0: I'm, I'm sorry to disappoint.
4: <laughs> well, thanks for taking one for the team. I was going to yeah. say, I, I did, for man.
0: one, am very grateful that I... Don't feel like I have to play that game now.
1: No, I mean I I took it I <laughs> I took one for the team and I took one for the listenership I I felt I felt since we dogged it so much one of us had to actually go out and seriously try it. that you know
5: yeah
4: that's good pretty good deal thanks again man
2: no problem and listeners consider yourselves forewarned <laughs>
4: and if that doesn't do it we'll start to email you the mouse picture
2: <sighs> I was looking for that recently no I'll have to find
4: that we'll have to put that up. Yeah. All right, let's move on.
3: I hope the two of you are not concerned about this. No, I'm not out. This sort of thing has cropped up before, and it has always been due to human error. Sacred Institutions.
0: Yeah. Did you do your homework? <laughs> <laughs> if by homework, you mean uh, watching porno?
4: By the way, if you ever want to work for Channel Massive, this is the kind of oh, task yeah. you
0: it could be. Uh, <laughs> we have internships available. Yeah. Please, please send those requests to mail, M-A-L-E, <laughs> at will Actually, we'll, we'll do,
1: this won't be like a segment that... That's like continuing unless there's like more episodes of this coming out. But we'll, we'll do this a week. I'll do an episode a week. <laughs> um, I'm reviewing the Horcraft episodes. Horror lore. Horror lore. Sorry. Let's get that right. Horror lore episodes. Lord knows we don't want to be sued. As, we, as uh, we've discussed before, we discussed it in a couple episodes ago. I think it was last was episode. It last
0: episode. I don't know. We recorded so many in a row.
1: Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's the uh, fantasy porno. Uh, loosely based off of World of Warcraft and and I've taken
0: Which is loo- loosely based off of <laughs> Lord I, of the Rings, which I, is taken based the, off of I've Beowulf, taken the liberty of, <laughs>
1: of going through uh, The first episode and, and <laughs>
4: Taken <I'll>, the liberty?
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's what
0: I'm calling it now How did least. that go
4: over at the house?
0: I, actually, I didn't think it was a, a liberty that you took uh, actually, My, yeah, my real life f- wife know, doesn't know That I have the, the CD <laughs> <laughs> this, was an, this was a work obligation Well, actually, it we was. have her on the phone, Jason What <laughs> <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> the <gonna> fuck is this? <laughs>
1: Anywho, <laughs> Jason! The, the episode that I'm going to uh, review uh, this week is episode one, Rogues Do It From Behind. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that name. God. I lo- love the name of the episode first off. Starring? <laughs> Stars uh, Monica Mayhem and Christian. Uh, this little feature pits the rogue against the warrior. Except he's in for a real shock. That's that's the that's the <laughs> Did he uh, shocker
0: episode uh, notes. There one of the pink one uh, two in the stink? No wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: jeez. Anyway,
0: hey man, uh, if you can't shocker, then spock
1: her. Watching this episode, spocker. it starts out as this warrior. The warrior is, I think, he's uh, uh, arm specked because yeah, he's got I like a, he's a one-handed. Strike. He's got like a two-handed sword or something yeah. like that. I think he's like the mortal strike build and. And he goes out there, and he's running across the plains somewhere, probably somewhere in the in the barrens, I imagine. Yeah. And he's or California. And he casts. <laughs> it's so funny because he runs around and he casts like battle shout or something like that. They do. They try to do like these corny effects. Oh yeah. And so he does this roar, and he's all you know, acting all badass and everything. He's searching for the rogue, apparently. Yes. And the rogue's hiding underneath this, uh, you know. You know, bunch of it's like a bunch of rocks or whatever, and so he's like chasing around, looking for. Yeah. No, I mean this is all done like in and the out in outside area somewhere. I don't know where they filmed this thing. Probably somewhere out in California, I imagine. <laughs> anyway, so so the rogue the rogue like sneaks up behind him with her you know her dual daggers and like backstab him backstabs them, and they, they they do this like little fight for a while, and she actually like, she does this this skill that actually looks like she doesn't evade like an actual World of <laughs> Warcraft rogue does, that evade skill, you know where oh, they yeah, just, yeah. or no, not is it evade? What, what's that skill where they're, they're able to va- is it vanish? Vanish, yeah. Yeah, they're vanish where the, she's able to just vanish, like really quick, yeah, and then she like backstabs him, and takes him
0: down, but when he wakes up takes when he wakes down. up, she's like then she, she takes him down again. Yeah. Then she takes him down. Are happening. <laughs> yeah, and,
1: and it's so, uh, so know, crazy. You, but there's like no dialogue at all. They just start having sex right there. She s- like pulls. It, she has his pants pulled off, and she starts going so, off. And so what what kind of character development do you think
4: happened in this? Did you feel like that the that the, the characters really grew throughout the, the thirty No, there there was them? no leveling up. <laughs> no, no. There was, there was a leveled, lot of ding. What level going do you on, think though? these
0: characters
1: were? <laughs> no dinging. I don't. I have no idea. (laughs) If I was, I have no idea. It's just, really, honestly, there was no dialogue. Really, not a lot of story to it. It was just full on. You know, it, it, it had that little battle scene, and then they just started getting it on. Did it end with any kind of resolution? Not well. Yeah, yeah. There was a resolution. Was there, a <laughs> there
4: was a climax. There was a climax. multiple multiple times. Oh
1: yeah, uh. all over her face. He <laughs> dinged. Oh my god. Quite <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, it was actually pretty pathetic for for a porno of, of any type, I would imagine. And I, and I guess if I have to rate this uh, on a scale of one to five Kleenexes, I'll, I'll give it like a one point five Kleenex oh! rating. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, we'll have to write the uh, producers of the website to listen to our review. Anyway, ne- next week I'll be doing uh, episode two, uh, Pirate Booty. <laughs>
0: okay. For anyone interested, these videos are available for download for the low, low price of seven ninety five dollars 95 from com.
3: I enjoy working with people. I have a stimulating relationship with Dr. Poole and Dr. Bowman.
2: So now for one of our favorite parts of the show.
0: Hello, boys and girls.
2: This is where Paul Schaefer comes in and does... Listener
5: email!
1: But actually... It's no longer called that. It's no longer called that because we're not going to call this... It's now time, boys and girls, for
0: Scott's Corner. <laughs> I see Noah... <laughs> and Mark... And Jason... And Jim! <laughs> well, yeah, and Scott, Scott actually... Corners.
1: Scott. Actually, wrote in and he, he, he and said he didn't us. want his, he, he begged us not to have his no, own corner. No, no, no. He, oh,
0: oh, yeah, he begged us to have his own corner. <laughs> he said, please, please, please make this my own corner. segment. So, so now we're, we're making this segment. <laughs> actually, he did that with reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. said, Please don't make me have a, my own corner. My
4: boss does reverse psychology on me all the time. <laughs> Always <laughs> telling me stuff, though. Yeah.
1: Anyway,
2: Noah, what, what does Scott have for us? Scott has to say. I wanted your opinions on the different models of character advancements, and which do you prefer? Eve real time all the time seems to me to be innovative, but old hands will always have the upper hand as well, and it doesn't help that only the idea of that game is great, the gameplay not so much. Table of the Raisin has its branching branching tree that seems somewhat novel, but the game as a whole is underdeveloped. I'm intrigued with Age of Conan and its tiered system. I would like to get away from the t- tired system of every character of any particular class being roughly the same. I actually think Guild Wars did a pretty good job of that on that front, and it had my beloved collision detection. Mm. Well, I wouldn't me.
1: know anything about Guild Wars uh, Mark, skill mm-hmm. system. But yeah, like it's pretty cool.
4: It's like an unlockable. It's like the most arcade-ish of all of them, so you unlock the skills. You can only have like eight active at a time. And so you have to kind of choose what you're going to use for your battles. You know, it's not quite like playing WoW, like a warlock, where you have twenty gazillion different options of spells you can use or whatever. I mean, you've got the eight, and you have to choose them, but they're unlockable through accomplishments and stuff, and it's it's pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool system. I, I think what he's talking about on Eve is that it is like real time. Like you can elect to have your character training while you're not actually playing, yeah. so they're gaining skills while you're you're away. Mm. And yeah, exactly, like those who started two years ago or four years ago or whatever, they're going to have massive skill training compared to noobs. Although I've heard from people that, you know, the barrier to entry is not that great. If you're if you're an insane gamer with plenty of time, you know, you can rapidly get going in it. But,
2: I suppose that's true for any game, isn't it? Yeah, I, kinda like <laughs> yeah. How, I think so.
1: I kind of like how Ultima Online and probably Ashram's Call did it, you know, where you where you had like skills that you know the more you use the skill the more you know of course the better you got at it period yeah. you know so you could have access to all skills right but really you would only be good at the skills that you used quite often you know so you'd never be like you know a total you know badass at everything like right. you could have you, you had- could basically have like you know, sets of primary skills and some secondary skills to go along with it. But your secondary skills would never be nearly as good as whatever your primary skills ended up being. I thought it allowed you a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. So
2: is that your favorite, G's?
1: Probably. I've I mean, so I mean, as far as just the whole flexibility of you know allowing your character to to do whatever you wanted to do. I you mean, have you have could to specialize in advance. And,
2: it just it happens. Yeah,
1: it just kind of happens. You know, whatever you're. You know, if I chose to fish all day long, my my main skill would be, Fishing. you know, badass fisher guy.
4: <laughs> yeah, I kind of like. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence between that and something more. I do like strict classes in RPGs because I like the diversity you get. Because I, you know, one problem. I mean, you always run into the flavor of the month, but when you've got like a skill system where everybody figures out with min-maxing that you can be a tank mage. And you know, do this one thing and you all every character is the same. Mm-hmm. That kinda is not what I think the game designers want. So I like I like a system that encourages diversity in classes where like if somebody chooses to be a healer class, they're rewarded for that. And if somebody chooses to be like a strict mage but has all the limitations, like, you know, you're 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 ultra squishy, you know, I kinda like that system. As far as like the advancement I do think like a like a branching tree is like the way that that I kind of like like especially like in Diablo where like no two characters or Diablo two where no two characters were the same because you do have the branching tree where you can choose your you can choose your skills and what you're gonna put into them but then once you do that you're kind of locked into that kind of a role but yet you know there could be like six or seven different druids you know on paper but they all they all play very differently depending on how they handled their branching skill system I kind of like that. Um, I do like the fact I do like the ability to respec if you do that though, like I hate I hate the idea of putting like seventy levels of play into a character and then you realize that you <laughs> took know the most you do. inefficient <laughs> yeah. possible. Well, assuming you ever get to that, <laughs> assuming or, you get to level seventy, 70 you don't delete your character, your character <laughs> <until level 20. laughs> but assuming that you know I do I do kind of like that system, and I do love, as Scott says, the beloved collision detection is like just awesome. Yeah for more realism and better combat tactics, I think. Yeah, we talk about that a lot. Yeah.
1: Next, Derek, Derek has returned with a vengeance. Derek uh, Derek got quite got quite peeved that we 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 said that he he had forsaken us and he he was like, "No, I haven't. I haven't. I'm back." <laughs> he sent us like 10 emails in a span of, you know, a week. <laughs> so we'll we'll try to hash through some of this no no what is what did Derek have to have to say
2: Mr. Derek says so you have made note of the game that others and myself have given, but you have yet to talk about the results of your L2P journey are the games suggested that bad so bad that you scream obscenities and curse the person who suggested it and refuse to talk about it to avoid badmouthing the person over the podcast fucking Derek <laughs> or are you all just lazy and forget about it once the podcast is over? No, it's a combination of... Oof. <laughs> Malay- and Malays.
4: Uh, are lazy and we hate you.
5: <laughs>
4: no. <laughs> Bastard. No. No, I, I think, well, with me, I've been really... Like, the L2P thing was not my idea, but I was kind of intrigued by it, but I've been more focused on my WoW stuff lately, so I haven't yeah. pursued it. And Noah and I have both been kind of locked in on our monday night leveling thing yeah. so with with wow so that half of us have been doing that jim and i have talked about it we have talked we about it we have we kept thinking we needed to get together to have a consensus and usually by the end of the podcast we're also drunk or Filled up with cookies that we we just kind of <laughs> fall into our exactly. cars and and drive around with an unsuspecting
1: population. So yes, we're lazy and we're for, we forget about it. Yeah, <laughs> all of it is true. I've uh, I actually logged on and I tried to play uh, RuneScape. I've played it too, which is uh, was a suggestion from one of well, our there listeners. You go. And I, I played it for like a total of fifteen minutes before I would finally just said, "No, I can't play this because it's that Java. It's like totally Java based, and yeah. you." And it's, like, so back, so old. Yeah, it's so old. That had come
4: out, like, 20 years ago. Yes! That was rock.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I could not hang with it. I was like, you know, I I can't play this. I I can't do this and see myself doing this for more than... I mean, it's just really just, like, a novelty game. I can't believe, you know, there's still a lot of people that play it. You know, there's, like, thousands of people who play this game. But, no, I can't see myself... Derek, playing it I- for
0: any extended period of time. Here's what we're going to do.
1: Here's what we've talked about.
2: Well, here's what we're <laughs> going to do for
0: Derek and everyone out there. In the next couple weeks, the four of us will schedule a game day. Yep. And we'll play some, some new games that none of us have played before. And we're yeah, going to we'll report back and tell you all how shitty you are and stupid. And- <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I was planning on recording it so we could like
4: we could play samples of of us with some of our more choice moments like especially if we're like confused by Captures a relatively simple to understand interface or have been just ganked
0: <laughs> by somebody that'd be hysterical
4: i think it'd be cool to for you know austerity to record <laughs> nine moments. hours of samples yep yeah. <laughs> we'll only probably subject you to like 45 seconds but it'll be only the, best the choices yes seconds. yeah
2: okay next to you Derek said, "Eve has a quarterly magazine that people can pay for should they desire more bathroom reading material. <laughs> would you be opposed or would gamers be opposed to an MMO that charges say $2 more a month for the subscription, but for that $2 a month you got a monthly magazine related to the game world, posters, dev interviews, etc. Granted there would be those who would not want this, probably ran out of the <laughs> ran out of the room on top of the toilet tank. So this could be set up to be an optional fee that would be added into the subscription."
4: Man, I love that idea. Yeah, I, I don't. I remember I seeing like yeah. yeah, yeah. the Yeah, the comic. Yeah, the, the, the comic, right? Oh, that
2: was so
0: cool. That and then they, they, didn't they awesome. start charging for it?
4: Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I opted in, and I I thought it was cool. It was just like it built that sense of community, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like coming straight from the developers. It's not people like interpreting the the developers' marketing lackeys, you
1: know, vision for what the game is. Yeah. It's usually
4: coming straight from the heart, you know, and. I think it'd be great. I would love it if. Like, yeah, I mean, as long as it was that. an
1: option. I mean, I, I don't want them to tag on extra cash no. if, if it's something that's absolute crap and I don't even want to. But
4: if it was an option, yeah. especially if you're like new to the game, it'd be so cool to be just getting the supplemental material that you can be, you know, digesting during your mm-hmm. off time. You yeah. Know?
0: No, we're right. not opposed. No. Next question
2: <laughs> <laughs> From Derek The current crop of world events suck, there are none. Wow has its dark moon fair and other seasonal crap, but it's just that crap. What I would love to see, going to use Wow as an example, is the scourge overrun one of the capital cities, and the only way to get it back, the players need to band together and fight their way through to whatever boss. It could be similar to the King Man- Magni Bronzebeard thrall encounters. If I recall correctly, CCP pulled off, pulled all of the Concord officers from the test server for a day. No nuts for everyone. Now, if CCP. Would do something similar on the live server for a day. Hilarity could ensue. Granted, there will be those who piss and moan that they can't care bear during this transition. Well, too bad.
0: <laughs> well, Derek I don't, gets harsh. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think right. that would work
1: in Eve Online for the mere fact that there would be a lot of people. I mean, as hardcore as Eve Online is, you know, if you're in if you're in like, you know, one space, you know, the most secure. Security area of space you could have, and there was no Concord there to police people around. Then no new people would ever start, because it would just be total anarchy in in the higher security zones. I mean, yeah, it would be amusing for a while, but for new people starting out, who probably never even (laughs) know, they wouldn't even know that that event was going on. They wouldn't understand it, and they'd, they'd lose their ships and. It, yeah, it wouldn't, that probably wouldn't work out so good. I, I do think in the early days, Turbine did a great job in Ashram's Call with doing the world events where they would have you know just crazy stuff happen every once in a yeah. while, and they would be tied into their t- tied into the storyline, which was really nice. Um, I remember when they blew an entire city up just for the hell of it, which was really cool. That's so cool. Uh, so you know, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, though. I think that uh, you know, game developers, you know, the the technology has come so far now. I think a lot of the excuses that came out before were, well, God, it causes so much latency in one area, you know, and it's just crazy. M- my my suggestion is, don't announce where you're going to have some of these events. Just make you know,
5: maybe more random
1: random stuff. Make them make them happen wherever you know you know you're you're the GMs. You know, just one night decide to decide to fuck with a particular town for a while. Why oh not? yeah, meteor strike. Something. Yeah, meteor strikes, whatever. You know, hordes of monsters coming around and whatnot. You know, just make it random. And you know, so you know, you're not openly announcing, "Well, we're having this event somewhere." You know, let's all you know everybody converge on this point in time so we can cause so much lag that nobody has fun. No, just make it random.
5: Yeah. you no, know, I yeah, okay, cool. focus
1: your attention on some more populated parts of the of the game, but you know, don't announce it to anybody. Just do it.
4: and i I'm gonna say something. I, I hate those people who come up with some obscure feature from some un you know as yet unreleased game and and it to games actually in existence. but I'm gonna do it right now because <laughs> allegedly war is supposed to have like the whole capital city gets toppled if one of the three tiers of zones gets taken. Right, so but then it gets reset. Though. But that's it's not, not like, like a real. I mean, it's like a it's like a automated world event. Still not quite what we're talking about. Right. Yeah, it's and not it going totally. Yeah, right. it's
1: not like you hold on to that city f- indefinitely. And one last thing, we thought
4: about for our guild. Speaking of Care Bears, we were thinking of making our symbol being this bear crying.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> Aww. and we
4: might go back to it. But it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Before. <laughs>
2: Last thing from Derek, Star Trek Online. Stop it. Just cancel the bitch and move yes. on. Yes. Stop it with the licensing of every damn thing that ever graced the silver screen or ran for more than three seasons on television. <laughs> I dread the day Battlestar Galactica is made into an MMO, and you know damn well it's coming. Stop it with the licensing and come up with your own damn shit. Amen, brother.
1: You know what? I agree with you there, but there's like a lot of million dollars of a reason why that game companies are basically going to say, fuck you, and they're going to do it anyway. I don't know. And, and you know what? And I and there's enough interest in Star Trek Online to where yeah they're you know, I'm sorry, but there's just too much money involved and they know that they can pull in a, a ton of cash off of that just the name alone. So yeah, I mean I hate to break it to you, but you know that's just the way
0: the world is right now.
1: It is know, so franchising to watch.
0: is is it is, but you know what my take on this is, is I I love Star Trek. It's near and dear to my heart, and obviously the the property is expandable. I mean, otherwise you wouldn't have these great shows like Next Generation and and Enterprise or whatever. You know, you'd be yeah, you'd Enterprise have and Voyager Nine
1: worked and, out really well. Well,
0: you know, whatever. Not Next Gen was awesome, and we wouldn't yeah. have had that. And so if, was Deep Space Nine. Yeah, and Deep. Yeah, and otherwise we would have just had this cheesy Kirk. Thing back in the 60s and and, and be so done with it. You're not speaking ill of Kirk, are you? No, he's okay. awesome. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> the creator. No, I'm, ju- I'm just saying that, you know, <laughs> Roddenberry had this this great vision of Star Trek and, and you can build on it. And and if you get the right idea together and the right people working on a game or another series <laughs> or another movie or whatever, you know, it's right. you have the ability to do that with the confines of this World, this universe.
4: No, it's a very, it's a very um compelling IP. It just seems like lately, everybody uh, that touches it just well, except yeah, for Elite Force, like which was a right. shooter, everybody just mangles it.
1: Just I uh, think the point Derek is making is that he wants original ideas, and I totally agree with that. You know, I think that it's a very good point. Original ideas are always welcome. Yeah. You know, in this uh, yeah. genre, however. You know, when you have an IP like Star Trek, you can't help but exploit
0: it. Right. But I still think you can have original ideas. That was my point inside the, the Star Trek. I idea. agree. Yep. We have a new, I think, is, is he a new writer? Is this
2: David? I think he is. is David yes, new? he
1: recently came across our
4: podcast on iTunes. Keep packing. writing, Dave. We'll give you a corner. We <laughs> <laughs> <They> have several. <laughs> yes, we do. In our Geodesic Dome recording studio.
2: Yeah, David just had a nice story to say that he liked us. He said he started with the most recent and worked my way backwards, listening to the mobile (laughs) gaming over the past couple of days. That's the wrong way to do it, (laughs) by the way, David. (laughs) Talk about declining quality, eh? I just wanted to drop a line and say keep up the good
0: work. As if we're good now.
2: I think you guys (laughs) have the best interaction between hosts of any of these gaming casts I listen to and are quite hilarious. You really hit your stride in the last couple of episodes, and I find myself calling my college-age son, who is home on break, into the room to listen to parts of the show.
0: Oh, oh that's awesome. awesome! I think it's really cool. Yeah, it is. Father-son cool. bonding moments over
1: our show.
2: Hey, mm-hmm. awesome! <laughs> we bring families together. Yes.
1: <laughs> Channel massive. And bring your families together. We you bring your families together.
2: Or 2007. <laughs> yeah, he's probably not calling the son in for the hoarder stuff. I'm guessing. Well, he's college <laughs> age, he is. probably not. <laughs>
4: Well, that's awesome, especially to go back and listen to the older stuff, because, boy, I wouldn't wish that we upon
2: pro- we anybody. We went into that time machine at the rock band party yeah. and was like, whoa, I forgot it was that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you
0: for your tolerance. Yes, yes. we appreciate it. Hardcore. Andrew is writing. back.
2: Yes, Andrew says, I've been thinking about getting a copy of Guild Wars for the past couple of days. LoTRO is getting kind of boring and I need something to play until Age of Conan. Just wanted to know what you guys thought of Guild Wars and if it doesn't get boring after a few weeks.
0: Apparently Mark likes the collision detection, <laughs> you know. And I, I, I honestly, I, I have to admit, that's one
1: game that I haven't even played, ever. I've so played I wouldn't it. have any expertise. I
4: have two of the three expansions. Um, I just don't stick with it, and I think it's just me. I just, I, I tend to kind of bounce around and want to play different games, and it's, it's got nothing
2: that's like just really compels you.
4: That, yeah. However, it's a really solid game, and I think if you're into, like, PvP, it's good. And if you're into PvE, I think it's probably a good game for, like, casual play, too, because everything's instanced. Yeah. And so you can get in, get your stuff done. There's a big hub for where the players all are, you know, in the cities and stuff. Um, but it's good, and I think you know, you know, and there, so like,
1: what was it? What was it like five million people
4: who were playing it? And you can buy, it, yeah, yeah. I like, said it's, they had five million subscribers. Of people to play mm-hmm. with. It's very alive. I mean, hey,
1: five million people can't be wrong, right? And you can buy <laughs> any one of the expansions and start playing.
4: You don't have to buy the first game. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, you know, give it a shot. I'd say
2: he also was the only listener of ours who addressed one of our recent topics. where We were talking about a game that. We just didn't want to end, or they got really emotionally attached to. For Andrew, the game I got emotionally attached to would probably have to be GTA San Andreas.
1: <laughs> he got attached <laughs> to the to the pimping and the
2: the blood, the the gangsters. And you said uh, a game I've always wanted to complete but haven't would probably also be Oblivion, which I think Mark referenced. that is that is a hard
1: game to finish. Mm-hmm. I, I can't finish. <laughs> it. I mean, I love the, I love that game, but you know, it's really tough to.
2: It sounds overwhelming in terms of its Parts detail. of it are, and
1: I think that's part of the problem with, with games like Oblivion is they're just...
2: I love
4: what he says about... All um, over the place sometimes. I've created so many new characters but can never get them over level 15. <laughs>
1: Mark, Mark's finish. found One, a kindred spirit. In a prison.
2: I'm like, so with you there. Oh, man. Last but not least, we have an email from Julian. Is Julian new? I think Julian's a new writer, isn't he? I believe so, yeah. No
0: corner for Julian. <laughs> you got to earn your corner <laughs> soon, very soon.
2: <laughs> We're going to have little fights amongst the
0: this, listeners. This will actually uh, segue <laughs> us into our twig, actually. It sure will. He says, hey guys, the
2: Lotro expansion, Mines of Moria, has been announced, and one of the features proposed for it has been items which you can name, and these items will give you skills, level up, and provide more stat bonuses over time. just wanted to know what you guys thought about a system like this in future MMOs. For example... You get a sword, and if you kill X amount of orcs with it, it gives you an extra melee skill, and after killing more orcs, you get a stat bonus. Also, with these, quote, legendary items, you get quests specifically because you have a, quote, high-level sword. Your sword, or whatever piece of gear, has a reputation. I really think Turbine's onto something cool here that can be applied to other MMOs, especially the special quests that open up just because you have a famous sword. It gives your weapons a backstory and definitely adds to roleplaying. Your thoughts on this?
1: I think it's really cool.
4: C-O-M-G. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's
1: awesome. Yeah, I think, <laughs> actually, I think, didn't uh, D&D have something like this where yeah. where you had, like, a, a weapon, legendary weapon that you can haul around with you? And actually, some of the weapons would actually talk to you. Yeah, and they know? had
4: a, what did they call that? Well, I mean, obviously, they had a personality, but they had a term for it. Like an ego or something, right? Yeah, and, and could, they and
1: like you, your weapon would actually talk to you
4: and be like, "Oh, you're I,
1: you're not kill you're not killing fast <laughs> enough. You weakling." I think a lot
4: of it was inspired from like writings by Michael Moorcock, like the Champion Eternal, where all the Champions Eternal, like Elric and those guys, all have these these swords that have like demons bound in them, so they're right. like sentient, and they tend to you know just be incredible weapons, you know. Soul drinkers, or what have you. I think it's an awesome idea. I mean, something like that would really get me into a game. Like, not only am I leveling my character, but I'm leveling my gear. Mm-hmm. So instead of like the, doing the perpetual grind to upgrade your gear, you're like sticking with what the gear you have and continuing <laughs> to use it so that it can become like a legendary weapon. I just love that. Yeah, idea. I think that's what, yeah, I think what a, what a really great, great little cool idea.
0: idea. Get into story story arcs. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Like, you have to go on this quest because such and such is after your sword or Mm -hmm. something like that, you know? Yeah, you could really do a
2: lot with it. Talking about these examples and it's taking me back to the idea that you guys are talking about having a virtual wife. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's the next one, though.
4: That's the one that really will tip the scale. Actually, you you could probably have your your battle
1: axe falls in love with you or something like that and becomes (laughs) jealous if you, like, actually meet somebody in-game and then tries to slay (laughs) her. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. <laughs> now
4: the in-game wife that nagging. You talking you're a lot to that elf. When you're in I've noticed you've been too. talking
1: to that elf a lot
2: lately. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, that's a great comment from Julian
2: and a great mailbag overall. If you, yeah, if anybody else is so thusly inspired, please continue to write us at mail at channelmaster dot com about any personal stories, anecdotes, stuff that you have questions about in MMOs. We will be happy to address it all. Even if it's about horror lore, I'm sure Jason will have expert <laughs> advice in probing. just a few I'll
1: weeks. Have probing in-depth coverage.
0: <laughs> Channel Massive will soon be the portal. <laughs> <laughs> for for, oh, is that for the, the, the horror lore mm, forums. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no. Awesome. But well, it's like we've
2: talked about losing so many sponsors, and now we're creating one. And we are. We've created <laughs> our own. A very twisted way. Oh, we my. need money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time to get onto the twig.
3: My mission responsibilities range over the entire operation of the ship, so I am constantly occupied. I am putting myself to the fullest possible use, which is all I think that any conscious entity can ever hope to do.
2: And now, we finally get into news, after our special extra bits about Vanguard and Orlore. And <laughs> our extra
0: long yes. mailbag. I mean, our, our extra, extra long Scott's Corner.
2: <laughs>
4: Thank you, Scott. Yes. <laughs> Letting us share your corner. That's why you need
1: Channel Massive.
2: <laughs> so, Jason, what time is it? It's time for
1: the we- Weekend ah!
2: <laughs> Let's get started off on something that we referred to earlier, which, and uh, shoot, our our listeners referred to, the Mines of Moria expansion. Mines of Moria. Lotro.
0: Mines of Moria.
2: They have oh. a really cool little enhancement to the LOTRO website where you can unlock the Mines of Moria by playing a series of mini games. I just think it's it's pretty. It looks <laughs> good. This yeah, glowing door at the end of this cool misty viral deck.
1: website gets yeah. you into the. Content and stuff, which is pretty cool.
2: But that's not actually the content of the game. There's some cool features to highlight. Jason, yeah, if you definitely please.
1: like the the legendary weapons ideas. probably first and foremost on my list of really cool things that yeah. that they're going to add to this. Uh, I guess they're also adding a couple new classes: the Warden um, and the Rune. Yeah, the Keeper. Warden and the Rune Keeper, which I'm assuming the Warden is going to be. You know, kind of like a semi-Druid, you know, healer slash... Probably like a healer slash combat kind of class. The Runekeeper, you know, I'm not sure what that class is going to be like. Probably, you know, be more of a magic-oriented class, I would imagine. I haven't seen a lot of information out on it.
4: What contention that's going to have with, like, lore masters and stuff. I mean yet another...
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, the Lore Masters aren't really considered to be pure magic either. Yeah. You know, since... Since they they contend that there can be only one.
4: There can only be six, or whatever. Yeah. Or, yeah, or... Yeah, exactly.
1: One to rule them all. Yeah, (laughs) only one to rule them all. (laughs) Uh, They're also expanding the level cap by ten, so you'll be able to... to get ten new levels in there. And... You know, they're going to add more expansion, you know, to the to the world itself. There's going to be new zones. Uh, three new zones. Um, they're, they're also going to... Uh, Moria is supposed to contain the Balrog, which is... Oh. Yeah. Oh, River, yeah. Which might be cool enough to actually want to play again, just so you can actually see that in action, which would be really fucking cool. Um... Yeah, personally, I think the best part about this expansion is the whole legendary weapon thing. That that's the coolest aspect to me. I think that's that's just rocks.
4: Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, it's like a really good new feature, and the rest is pretty much. Hey, I, what I you'd really want to see
1: how they implement it. I'd love to see them do something where you know your weapons are like taunting you as you're fighting. If you're not oh, fighting yeah. hard enough or something like that, I think that would be hilarious. You know you. are it's like your weapon quests for bloodlust you know and it, like <laughs> yeah. forces you to fight you yeah know? that would be you like... start killing your yeah party. stuff like that would be really cool you know that sounds sounds otherwise like- yeah if it's like maybe your maybe your weapons get like more powerful the more you fight you know and 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 then if you're if you like if you're idle for a certain period of time maybe your weapon like starts saying yo let's go kill some stuff man come on well he killed a <laughs> I must kill wrong.
4: Here's the crazy thing. This oh. thing is supposed to come out in the fall of 2008. That's fast. Yeah, it is fast. I mean, seriously, two new classes, the the whole... But they've probably been working levels, on this, all this for content. A while now, so yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like... I mean, it's just, you know, compared to like, wow, it's like two expansions later, they'll have a, their first additional class... Well, and their you intent know, is
1: to, you know, have a major expansion like this every year. Well, that's you know, of course keep it Blizzard relevant. is promising the same thing, where they're going to yeah come out with an expansion pack for World of Warcraft every year.
4: Pretty impressive looking expansion, I gotta say though.
1: Yeah, it should be cool. We'll have to check it out.
0: And we'll smote his ruin on the mountainside.
5: And then
4: there was silence. (laughs) So in the
2: not-so-cool side of the world of MMOs, there is a new little snippet posted from a community relations manager of NCSoft in the City of Heroes official forums. And the the post is a statement regarding additional character slots. Apparently there were some people who rose a stink in the City of Heroes forum saying... Well, if you're adding all this great new content in these new areas, why can't you also add new character slots?
1: It's because they're adding like the new, the new uh, super classes, super classes for the villains.
2: And the official statement here is: We want to let you know that we are working on systems to address this community request. Our intent is to add purchasable character slots to round out our existing services of character transfer and character rename. We hope to have this implemented and available shortly after issue 12 launch. As always, we are happy to listen and respond to your requests. Thanks for your feedback and continued support.
1: Yeah, so now they just want more money just so you can... I mean, I I don't think, like, the Warshade was the Warshade and the... Peacebringer. Peacebringer, Peacebringer. classes. Those, those weren't, like, involved in, like, an expansion. They were just in an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, where really you got... Weird. It was free content that you were able to get just... Well, these are for this isn't a
2: free content. Free? You just You're have slots. to buy slots.
1: Yeah, but then you have to. But that's the thing you have to, you have to buy the slots to get them. I mean, they actually expanded the character well, slots. I think for for that expansion, so you can you know play those types of characters if you wanted to.
4: Ah, uh, the channel massive. I think love it started
1: out as like Soft. I think you had like ten. No, no, no. Yeah. It was like eight. I think you started out with eight characters that you could yeah, play and with, and it, then they bumped it up to ten. uh uh-huh for no extra charge. Now, but now, shoot.
2: It's all about nickel and diamond. It's all it's about not nickel and diamond. It's a surprise that
1: Taylor, using the Taylor shop
4: doesn't cost you money now. No I'm kidding.
2: And if, is this, if, if these are signs of what the new City of Heroes is going to be now, well, that they're gonna be the no longer signs, shackled man. by Cryptic? <laughs> by Cryptic, the yeah. people who designed well, it? Well, it's interesting because you can get a vibe for that. NCSoft recently, just this week, posted a, a very interesting interview with Matt Miller, Positron. Mm-hmm. Talking about Not oh, related the to Mark. dynamic exactly. <laughs> the dynamic future of City of Heroes and he's talking about how they have they just have all these great ideas and it's so awesome to be in a new it's like they're in a startup and they're a new studio but they've all worked with each other before and now they can do whatever they want and all these things they've been wanting to do and they don't have to deal with politics or working with managers and it's like wow
1: it's like what you were restricted this before is, I doubt
0: it this Come is on. what we've always wanted to we've do we've always wanted to make, make more money microtransactions city <laughs> of heroes microtransactions of heroes for your convenience
2: <laughs> yes and it's just it's this uh, this this Roman Centurion thing I it's it's cool that they're Weddings. This is the origin of the <laughs> yeah, superpowers, exactly. and this is how Tuxedos. you're going to find out yeah. how superheroes and supervillains came to be by tra- time traveling back to Rome Sparta
4: and fighting. The- uh, oh, no. I don't know. It's, Sorry, <laughs> it just
2: feels like jumping the shark and microtransactions. And yeah, just, I think the, I think Fonzie has jumped the shark. It's just kind of surprising that the entire team that was at Cryptic is like, Woohoo, let's keep staying on with this. We we can we smell the gold. We see the gold mines ahead of us in our new studio where we can keep doing this." Yeah find it to be kind of lame. just a little discouraging, and maybe it's just a blip, but it's just a
0: Jim, coincidence. I don't you're know.
4: Sp- I, you're a spiritual leader in City of Heroes. What are your thoughts? I,
0: th- I just thought my $15 fucking dollars a month was enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what I think. No. <laughs> That's a pretty no, good chunk it, of change. it's no longer
1: enough, Jim.
0: Yeah. It's never enough. Did you pony up the nine ninety
1: nine to get the, the wedding pack? No. No. And you're just not a
0: fan, man. I'm not.
2: So, had Jason been talking about secretly playing Age of Conan, then he was actually going to talk wish. about it today. It's like I was sitting here, I was thinking, I'm like, if it really is Age of Conan or even Warhammer, because what's his name, Marketing Maestro, has heard all your praise on our podcast, like, give him a free beta and sign him up or whatever. Yeah, I wish.
1: Apparently, I haven't been stroking no Paul loves, enough. <laughs> he hasn't heard my cries, my pleas. Oh, my Paul. my my wanton desires. <laughs> Maybe you send them
4: some horror lore. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no. Actually, because yeah, they a don't letter let... here. Seriously. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. No, they don't let they don't let us. They don't let that the blogosphere community into the I betas, man. It's thing. like that's like the worst thing. I think basically, if you're if you're a member of the blogosphere, that's like the worst thing you could do when you apply for a beta is actually put that you're
2: you know Auto-womped you're a member out.
1: of a podcast. Or a, you know, or a blog because then the then they're just gonna say nope, I think that's like the auto deny, for beta, option right there. Anyway, uh, to- Tobald. Tobald, a great blogger, um, pointed us to um, a website called BetaLeaks. Um, and basically, it it kind of brought around the question where you know this BetaLeaks website encourages people to basically break NDA, you know, and talk about the game that they're playing, whether, you know, whether it be Age of Conan, Warhammer Online, Hello Kitty, you know, whatever (laughs) whatever game they happen to be in beta for. Barbie Dark
4: dark Apocalypse.
1: You know, and they also, you know, they want want those kind of, you know, reviews. They want reviews on hardware that may not be out to the general public yet, uh, that kind of thing. And, you know, I think, you know, his... His take on it, you know, was, you know, it's easy to claim that you've signed an NDA and you shouldn't talk about the beta. You know, and obviously the people who alerted the authorities and press about the Enron account, Fiddling also had a contract with Enron that forbid them from passing on secret information about the company. Um, making a bad game is not as bad of a crime as ruining investors, you know, that kind of thing, taking all their money. But, you know, of course an NDA isn't nearly as strong of a contract as an employee. You yeah, know, no non- when you're not working non-disclosure for. Non-disclosure right. contract, of course. And, you know, both Age of Conan Warhammer Online, uh, they've been announced you know, for you know, this year's release. May? Um, eventually. Well, Warhammer Online isn't going to release in May. That's, that's not happening. We all know that. But, Age of Conan is saying that
4: yep, you know, May yeah, 20th. they are
1: going to be you know, released in May, which is just a couple months from now. And, you know, so, you know, here they are. There's not, it doesn't seem like, I mean, you would figure there's going to be an open beta announcement any second now from Age of Conan, but we haven't heard it. You know, so people are starting to wonder why. And then, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, but do you feel like, and, you know, and I I even think back in the past where Ashram's Call 2, before it was released, you know, apparently there was like tons of beta. Players out there were saying, "No, no, 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 no! Don't release this yet because it's not even close to being ready." And you know, of course, a lot of people reading that, yeah, a lot of people's mm-hmm. arguments were, you know, "Hey, you know, you know, the public deserves to know that this game isn't ready yet. They shouldn't go out and fork, fork out fifty bucks for your game. If they do, they will not continue playing." Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and that's the, that's the thing. You know, so. You know, I guess my question is: Is that would you break NDA in order to. If you were playing one of these betas, would you break NDA to warn the general gaming public, you know, that, you know, this game isn't ready yet? You shouldn't waste your time with it. Yeah, I guess that's the question I have. Jim? I would
0: not. You wouldn't break NDA? No. No. You don't feel like. You I know, don't think, it. I don't. I wouldn't consider it my job to warn the gaming public. No? I, no. My job, I would consider my job to be a beta tester for the game, and to report back to them that and the that, game sucks. That's is a lost. very good point. That's
1: a very good point. You know, yeah. unfortunately, you know, what if you know, what if you know that the game
0: isn't ready, though, is well, my question. That, that would it, be all I could do, is, is to report back to them that, hey man, your game sucks, and you should or right. something about it. But yeah.
1: No, what's your thought on that? Would you break NDA in order to warn the gaming public no. that the game sucks?
2: No, I I mean maybe it's just my distaste for web 2.0 stuff and just, uh, <laughs> the web 2.0. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just uh, when I think of when I see something like beta com, I just see a group of self-serving ego strokers who just want to be like, oh, blah, 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 I've played the beta, and I'm going to be really dramatic and say that it sucks, everybody reads my post, or say that it's really great. First! And yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's, 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 exactly. <laughs> that, that sums it up in just like a word, just how obnoxious I think a lot of people can be about this. Now, granted, there's certainly sophisticated, and intelligent, well-spoken, and written people that may leak about a beta, but it's it's like what... Jim said earlier that's not the point of beta testing. If I were a developer or a publisher, or anything, I'd be really pissed off about it, you know. And shoot, you can ask Richard Garriott for his take on it. Which- <laughs> we all know what that take. Oh, on. God, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: it was all the beta's fault. He'll be crying, blah blah blah. But yeah, it's just it's just obnoxious. It's really obnoxious. You leave. There, there's a reason why. I mean, I mean, you can get. That type of opinion, that type of feedback from professional gaming publications and and I don't know, or, or can you? Well, you know, it's like you, you have to take it with a grain of salt, and you know, are they on the take, are they getting money? You can for if you listen coverage? to Channel Massive. <laughs> but we <laughs> don't tell get you what, we, really we don't think get divided, right? to betas, that's oh, the debate Oh, that's right. Yeah. I don't know, I mean, if... if but if after
0: the game comes out, you can...
2: If there's supposed to be open talk about it, then, may, then it's an open beta, you know? If there's if it's if you can wait for the open beta, if there's going to be an open beta. Then yeah, then let it come out then. But these people are just some of these people, I think, are just obnoxious and trying to break the rules. And then plus, they're doing it the chicken shit way of doing it anonymously on some kind of forum. And it's just like whatever.
4: Yeah, put your freaking
1: serial number. I mean, your
4: your social security <laughs> number there if you're
1: going to post it. Well, Mar- Mark, Mark, what's your what's your take on that then?
4: Um. Well because I mean
1: you've been burned multiple times by some of these games oh yeah
4: historically I have blabbed about betas to my friends in you know verbally yeah I mean I've I've not been able to just clamp down and not mention to my friends what I'm playing there's just... a
0: huge difference between
4: po- yeah posting it yeah. I've never posted anything about it I, I, uh, any game that you know was not on a beta forum only viewable by the beta yeah testers. I am a horrible beta tester. I never pl- I never do beta testing the way you're supposed to. I don't open a bunch of tickets or anything like that. I mean, I, ha- I have occasionally, like, if I'm in a really, like, good mood or something, I'll do it. But typically... I play the beta, I get really turned off by the game, and I don't play anymore. Or if I really like the game, (laughs) I play it and I get all caught up in my character development and I start playing the game like it's a production, you know, released game. And then you get us
2: all excited, you tell us about it.
4: And I tell all my friends. Until we have to pre-order it. You've got to pre-order it, oh my god, it's the greatest thing ever. (laughs) But I totally agree with Noah in that I don't think that anybody who's blabbing, breaking the NDA to blab about the beta is protecting the rest of mankind from the horror of the game. That's just... Huge opportunity! Yes.
2: Oh, it's honor in the open uh, beta. Yeah,
4: there's no honor there. They're just trying to. They're trying to get on their their 15 minutes of fame and all that. So I I fight totally the don't. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fight the power! It's like you know, all you're really doing by that is you know, maybe obscuring the actual facts. When when a gazillion people come out with their crazy stories. Well, yeah, I mean, it's stories. just your
1: opinion. I mean, yeah. it's like one person's opinion. And it's opinion subjective,
4: is- you know. One person could look at WoW and say it's childish, cartoonish, and has no substance, and another person could look at it and go, it has unparalleled art direction in the MMO genre, right? Yeah. You know, two, two totally different takes, the same game, and we've heard thousands of people say both of those things, right? Yeah. So I'm pretty... Pretty much with you on this one, Noah.
2: Right on. Yeah. How about you, Jason? Did you did you chime in? Well,
1: you know, I I, I thought about this and I was like, you know, part part of me is kind of like torn actually, because you know, I think about all the all the failures that that have come, you know, and we're we're talking like Ashram's Call Two and Horizons Vanguard.
4: <laughs> you know, for instance... Sweet, sweet Vanguard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, one
1: of the points that I think Tobalt had was is that, you know, Vanguard sold, like, two thou- 200,000 copies of the game, and then it, like, crashed down to, like, you know, 50,000 subscribers, under 50,000 subscribers, you know, when, when all the smoke had cleared eventually. Wow. And... You know, I guess, you know, the, the question, you know, is brought up, you know, that, that's why you brought up the question, should beta testers have warned, you know, the public earlier on this, you know, should they have been allowed to, you know, even, even though they were under this, you know, non-disclosure agreement. And part of me is like, hmm, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they should have, you know, it was, you know, it's like, you know, no gamer. You know, the you know, especially with the way the economy is going right now. I mean, I don't want to fork out fifty bucks for a game that's going to absolutely suck balls.
2: Yeah, but if you're really that excited about it to buy it on launch day and you're going to spend fifty bucks on it, aren't you going to have read a bunch of stuff about it? Yeah, well, I mean, you would I hope so. Think but but then you're not the, going.
1: to... But see, the thing is, is that all you're getting is opinions from game companies that you know you're not getting like the actual opinion. You're you're getting oh, you know the. From places like Game, you know the, the, you know Gamespot.com and One Up or whatever, you know whatever mainstream media is out there. Even Tent on Hammer, you have to consider to be, you know, fairly mainstream as far as, you know, their MMO coverage because they get, you know, that kind of, you know, advanced access to games. You know, they never say, you know, oh, this is absolute crap or anything. They're just giving you general.
4: One guy at GameSpot did, and he got fired. (laughs) 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 But
1: that was a review. That was an actual review when the game came out.
4: Previews, I think, are just paid ads. Yeah, you know, so... You know, honestly, it's...
1: You know, I'm kind of torn on that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm torn on that whole thing where... You know, you're... You know, and I kind of wish... You know, I kind of wish the mainstream... You know, journalism you know, would step up to the plate and say, you know, well, you know, these things are great about this, you know, but, you know, there's, like, a lot of stuff that we've seen that aren't finished yet, you know, all these features that they promised before aren't even there, you know, that kind of thing, you know, but then again, you know, but then, of course, the game companies won't allow them access into those well, games.
4: Recently, um, Ubisoft banned GFW from all, all advanced games yeah, really, uh, content or right. notification for everything because of an unfavorable review in their opinion. Wow, and
1: uh, yeah, you know, so it's really, it's it's just you know, it's so shady. I think it's Ziff Davis. They banned all of Ziff Davis. Maybe it's, it's just. It, my, my point is, is that you know, yeah, I, I understand where you guys are coming from. You know, where yeah, you're you're you you have the honor of playing a beta test for a while. And your your job as a beta tester is to basically just report to the developers that these bugs are going on, or, or this isn't working properly, and and whatever, you know. But you know, when it all boils down to it, and people are wanting to know, you know is this game gonna rock or is it gonna suck? Am I gonna waste fifty bucks and and possibly a couple of months in subscription fees, you know, however however many dollars that subscription fee is gonna be per month? On this game, am I going to be beta testing a game after it comes out and release? Yeah, usually.
4: <laughs> you know?
5: Yeah.
1: I mean, people, you know, that that's, you know, and there have been so many colossal failures over the past, you know, few years that...
2: But, you know, doesn't that kind of get back to buyer beware? If you're going to be that uncertain <laughs> about in- it... Caveat emptor! Exactly. If you're, if you're unsure about it, you don't buy the game on launch day and you wait for the reviews to come in, you wait for people to say something... You don't need to have to know it before the game comes out, so then you can be the first person in your block that has the game. If it's cool, it's just, eh. well, yeah. Sorry. But
1: to, I think part of the mentality with some of these MMOs is is that you do have to be on there from day one, or else you're going to get left behind in the dust. You know, it's like it's like if you don't start out with everybody on launch day, you know, at level one. And, in, and you're able to, you know, you're like, oh, my God, you know, if I don't start at that same exact time as everybody else, I'm going to get left in the dust. There's going to be hundreds of level 50s before I even get to level, you know, 10 or whatever, you know, so I better be there on launch day or else I'm going to get left in the dust. And I think a lot of people who play these kind of games have that mentality.
4: Yeah, I kind of do that sometimes, even though it's <laughs> kind of silly. Exactly. So. I've never
2: been in an MMO for a Launch day, so I don't have any fascination from that perspective. I usually come in when there's people like Mark who've made a billion level thirties or level twelves.
1: <laughs> Mark's re-rolled his character so many times. It's yeah, not you can even always funny. count on Mark to, to be right there at level one with you. <laughs> I'm always in launch day. Launch <laughs> I'm day, I'm never in launch day. <laughs> anyway, I, th- yeah. I think there's interesting arguments on yeah, on, both on both sides of it, and just the way the. The way that whole genre works, it kind of leads to, you know, some differing opinions.
2: Readers, if you have any strong opinions about it, feel free to write us about the topic. Mail at ChannelMassive.com.
4: Open the pod bay doors, Hal.
3: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.
2: So that's wrap for the show this evening. We appreciate you downloading and listening to us yet again. We went a little bit long this evening than compared to previous episodes, but hopefully it was as fun for you as it was for us.
4: It's pretty dang fun. I got to tell you. <laughs> I, mean, I awesome. had
2: fun. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any suggestions or s- stuff for us to talk about, we weren't able to even get through all of our own, stories that we wanted to talk about in Twig tonight. If there's anything that you'd like us to talk about next time, or if you have any other questions or games to, su- to suggest, please write us at mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. If you have any fan mail for, for Jason, mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-L-E.
1: M-A-L-E.
2: And if, uh,
4: <laughs> if you'd like your own corner, you can now buy it from NCSoft
2: as a upgrade <laughs> yeah, exactly. for City of Heroes. Uh, for only nine ninety nine. For nine ninety nine per corner. Yes, That's right. Um, we've got a lot of corners. <laughs> <laughs> so don't fret. Though you'll want to be the first one at the corner with the rest of the people at the corner. First, fast. <laughs> Shotgun. Till next time.
0: Have a great week. Oh, bye. Please close the pod bay doors, Hal. Oh,
4: closing. I'm. I'm sorry. I can't do that, Jim. <laughs> no. Stop. <laughs>
0: Wait, <laughs> don't touch me there. Please, stop. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm afraid. Me I'm afraid.
5: I'm
3: Thanks for listening. Channel Massive is an IGL
5: production.